Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. We are brought to you by the Rise Network, which is our official platform for our show. Be sure to visit www.risenetworkus.com to visit all the shows, bloggers, streamers, and YouTubers. Rise is a network that embraces everybody and everything with a focus on these three words, growth, ascension, rise. You know what that's for, Colin? Probably last night's game. That too. Oh, what else? I lost every league I'm in this week. Oh, I lost in heartbreaking fashion. Every single league. Wow. Four leagues, four L's. That's why it's so great today in here. It's gloomy. It's gloomy outside. The Lions got shit kicked on primetime. It's my birthday week and I don't feel special. I think you're special. Thank you. I was kidding, you fuck. I think you're special. And there, and there's my partner. No, I think you're very special. Thanks, Roderick. But happy conclusion of week two, fellas. Not very. No, happy. it's not. It's, it's not, not a happy. It's no. just conclusion, it conclusion of week though. two. Yeah, it's yeah. just conclusion. It's, conclusion. it's just conclusion. We made it to two weeks of football, but we can look at the positive side. There has been no like COVID. Uh, no stoppages, injuries. no injuries, no crazy injuries. injuries. What are you talking about? There's a bunch of injuries. Yeah, but yeah, no, Andy Dalton. Yeah, he, and the league's better without Raheem Mostert. It doesn't matter. Oh, it don't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so today, per usual, we're going to talk about our waiver claims, right? Yeah, we're going to do waiver claims. We're going to do recap of the week. Uh, people who screwed us, people who did us dandy. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what we're looking forward to going on later in the week. And anything else that I'm missing? I also have uh, Sounds About Right for you guys. Ah, uh, yes. The Sounds oh. About Right. One of my favorites. And we're, are we victory lapping this week, too? You said you pulled up some receipts. Oh, yeah. But we're victory lapping. What receipts? From our previous shows. So oh, yeah, yeah. We're getting Things that we've said that were right and yes. things that we said I, I where a, Colin was wrong. Yeah, I got a couple things for you guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's first actually start with a recap of this past these past games. Let's start with last night's game, uh, the Packers and Lions. One, two, three, go. Okay. I guess we can just dip dip into this. <laughs> dip our dip our toe into that. Dip our finger into it. All right. Um, the Lions suck balls. The first half, they looked okay, though. Yeah, they did. And so well. Football is two halves. You got to play two yeah, halves. Yeah, there's two halves game. in football. That's facts. Yeah. Um, Fantasy-wise, let's, let's talk about this game in, in this aspect. Um, I think the pieces that you will be starting on the Lions, regardless, look good. Hawkinson looked caught another touchdown. Now he's obviously not going to do that every single week, um, but he's still getting the targets, still getting the catches, and still getting the yards. So Hawkinson, another solid start. I think he is slowly passing up Kittle into being into that tier one tight end position, being drafted in the first two rounds of next year's draft. That kind of thing for Hawk. So bueno, good job, TJ. Um, moving on, Jamal Williams, not the greatest game. Didn't find the end zone. Didn't have a whole lot of targets. It is what it is. Okay. I, I mean, you either. say that? He didn't get much yards either. No, he didn't. He, he didn't do well at all. And that's what I kind of expected from him. I mean, he's not going to be the 25-point person he was in week one every single week. Yeah, I mean, I, th I just thought it was interesting to see because it was still the same game plan as last week. I mean, the Lions pretty much just ran through three guys, and that was Jamal, Swift, and, and Hawkinson. But, yeah, I mean, as, as you can see – 
Jamal Williams, he's not going to salvage his, most of his fantasy days unless he gets in the end zone. Right. I think that's what we're going to find out with Jamal Williams. But Hawk, yeah, like like we saw like we saw with Hawk last night, he had eight catches last night. Yeah, I think he had what eight or eight or seven last week. I think he had eight both weeks. Yeah, so I think I don't think he's as talented as Kittle is, but I think that he's getting that the usage that Waller is kind of getting. Right. You know, it's the 10, be, 10 plus targets a yeah, game. Yeah, and so I think Hawkinson well, well deservedly should be in the top three, top four discussion at this point. And let's take it to Green Bay side. Aaron Jones, good bounce back game for him last night. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say he made up he made up last night for two weeks worth of yeah. football. So good if you are if you are an Aaron Jones owner, Probably congratulations, man. Me. You, Colin, everybody but me. <laughs> so <laughs> who else do you not have? Derrick Henry? I don't have Derrick Henry. Damn. Looks like you must have lost in everything. Um this week. well I'm talking about receipts. Isn't this the guy who said that Joe Mixon's gonna outscore Derrick Henry for the rest of the year? Yeah, but right there yet. Yeah, I didn't say well, that I'm just ba- saying yeah. he brought up Derrick Henry. I think it's I think it's noted that everybody listening should realize that my partner said that Joe Mixon is going to outscore Derrick Henry for the rest of the year. Moving on. Hey, I just want to say, we live in a world where we can't make bold takes anymore, you know? Yeah, because we call you on your fucking bullshit. Okay, but I didn't say that with any type of validation or anything. I just said, Oh, so you just say shit to say that. All right, here you go, guys. (laughs) I said I would not be surprised if Joe Mixon outscored Did he say that? I don't know, Roddy. You have to pull up the receipt. I'd like to play the playback. I think he said he would not be surprised. I think I said that, too. I I think think he was like, Joe Mixon's going to outscore Derrick Henry, and then you and me started laughing. I probably said, I would not be surprised if Joe Mixon Oscars. <laughs> and I said, and, and 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 I said in the midst of him saying that, I was like, whoa, 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 don't say it, don't say it. And then he said it. Oh, so, yeah. oh, my, oh, my, oh my God. All right. All right. All right. Um, Sunday night football. Yeah, we can move on to Sunday. Uh, Swift had a decent game. Not great. Not not good. Oh, he had that, he had that hurdle, though. That was cool. That counts as. That was cool. Rod, you see that? I did see that. It was kind of a waste of just like. Yeah, well, you didn't get fantasy yeah. points. We yeah. got style points. No, it was points. cool. It was, it was cool. It was style one of those points. plays where as a fantasy owner, you're like, yeah. Garbage points. That's my guy. No, no, no. Style points. Style, style points. Yeah. Style, it's style one of those garbage. things where like like me as a Najee Harris owner, when I saw my, when I seen him throw that man. <laughs> throw okay, that ball. When I seen him throw that man. Oh, he took okay. him. Throw that man. He, dude, right. he took Abram and. Child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking place, about. And I'm put happy. Him, and Abram's a hard Abram. hitter. Yes. Abram's a hard hitter. So he. <laughs> huh? Let's just keep going. Why? I was going to say not a good tackler, but. Hard hitter, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Abram, Abram's just. A yeah, yeah, you thought he was going to come in, lay the, lay the, lay the yeah. wood. You can't do that with a big boy like Najee. <laughs> Najee's no, a big boy. So that was pretty cool. Style points. Those are the things that, as a fantasy owner, makes you feel good. Yeah. Kyle Pitts' one-hand catch two weeks ago. Colin, yeah. Colin got, all, got all fuzzy about that. No, yeah. I mean, fantasy football, you like when your player gets you points, but it's a lot better when they do it in style. You know? Yeah. Like Tyler yeah. Kill. There's a reason why. yard touchdowns. <sighs> Don't even get me going. There's a, re- there's a reason why Colin loves Odell. It's Right. Yep. Whoa. Lean back. I like oh, the, my I like the God. Guys Did he juice. catch that? <laughs> I like the guys that have juice. I no, mean, he just, dude, he likes, like, he's like a child who plays Madden, and Colin will draft whoever the co- uh, the cover athlete is of Madden every year. Like, that's just it. <laughs> that's his guy. Going forward. <laughs> Who's on the cover this year? Who's on the cover of Madden yeah, this year? Uh, Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady and Mahomes, right? It was combined. Ah, was I did a, draft Tom Brady this it, year. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's 100% right. All right, moving on to Sunday night. Um, we had the Chiefs-Ravens. Great game. I loved it. Every second of it. Oh, except for the part where Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumble. Oh, and except for the part that Patrick Mahomes tried to be a hero, and instead of just taking a sack like a normal quarterback, he decided to throw the ball into a triple-covered receiver halfway 
to the ground already. So, like, mm, Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, you just, mm. you, you, you just hate him, and there's nothing that— There's you, reasons, though. There's not reasons. This guy threw for 343 yeah. yards. Oh, my God. So does everybody Who? else. Who? Literally, that's happened, like, 15 times this year already. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. Not, it, but he does it on a consistent basis, and that's why he's I'm so sure— good. I mean, this is going to be a bad example because he shit the bed this week, but so does Dak. Yeah, Dak's a great quarterback. Yeah. And okay. he has, and, and and what does Dak and Patrick Mahomes have in common? I mean, shit. At this point, terrible defense. At this point, Golf is up there with three hundred yards plus. All right, we cannot put Golf and Mahomes in the same. Category. I, exactly. That's I my agree. point. Stats don't mean anything. So let's look at the actual football play. And the football play is Mahomes just does so much shit where he thinks he's dun dun dun, dun Superman. But, 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 but and then he's like, I'm Patrick Mahomes. I can do anything. Fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. Oh, I was waiting for the, I was waiting for it the whole Fuck game. Fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. He wasn't down there at all. He the wasn't down there. And then what happens? Mahomes loses. Okay, yeah. No. The, when the system fails him, no. he fails the no, system. No, 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 no. When was, the system that, fails that, him, that, he fails the system. That was all defense, that game. That the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense was a disaster. I don't think they were that bad. They I were terrible. It was Lamar. They were awful. They, they eliminated they were the bad. running back rush. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They did not. They did. The they quarterback did got all the yards. They did not. Ty Sowell didn't have a great the game. Reason, dude, the yeah, reason. Yards. The reason. 100 yards. Yeah. No the shit. The reason, 100 yards. Well, let, me, let, me, let me look up the stat cast. I, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you, the reason why the Chiefs lost yards. that game is because their defense. Like, if you go back, and I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious right here. Think about 16, this. 93 yards. 93. 77 yards. Right. All right, no, but I think their biggest. The thing with the Chiefs was Lamar. He ran all over him, and that's what I think. That's what really lost but that game. Every week, no, no matter what team, that's it is. the shitty part about it. Steve Spagnuolo and that defense don't—they didn't have a strategy going to that game. The strategy to stop the fastest quarterback in the NFL. Ex- they didn't have that strategy. So There's, whose fault is that? The defense. No, no, it's Steve home, Spagnuolo's. How exit, do you not have a scheme exit, to stop the fastest quarterback in the my, NFL? That's my point. That's my point. The defense failed. It was not Patrick Mahomes. Okay. It was not Clyde Edwards Elair fumbling in the in the biggest situation. I'm not even gonna put you know stat here. 685 total snaps combined with LSU and Kansas City. How many fumbles does Clyde Edwards Elair have? Probably three. One. One. Yeah, that's tough. It's not his fault. Yeah, that game was not his fault. It was I understand game. that. I, I told I texted you that right away. I said I'm not over here because I had money on the Chiefs. Whatever. I'm not over here blaming Clyde Edwards Elaire for the loss. I'm I'm not, not doing that. And it's not I never Mahomes said that. Loss. I never said it is Mahomes' loss because you know I I'll tell you exactly where the game went wrong. Okay, it was, it was that what was it fourth down and they went for it where he got out of the pocket. He had two guys trying to sack him. He did the same shit he did in the Super Bowl when he was getting sacked and he was basically parallel with the ground and he just fucking throws it. And in the Super Bowl, he almost got the touchdown. It was like the craziest throw I've ever seen. And it still might be the greatest incompletion can I, can I I've ever seen. Hold on, let me finish. And then he does that shit again and throws it to a double, double-covered Travis Kelsey, who it was like the easiest pick they've ever gotten. What are you doing I, I, with that ball? Take the sack like every other National Football League quarterback. Did you uh, Did you watch Aaron Rodgers in week one? No. Go back Didn't watch. care about it. Okay, well, go back and watch Aaron Rodgers. Thirty-three in week one. to nothing. Thirty-three to three. Go back and watch Aaron Rodgers in Week One to see what he did with the ball. And you consider Aaron Rodgers to be one of the you probably will say Aaron Rodgers better than Patrick Mahomes in your opinion, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, go back and watch Aaron Rodgers in Week One, and then go back and see that one play that Patrick Mahomes did in Week Two 
what his team did you like watch film on Aaron Rodgers or something I'm I'm just saying go look at how uh, Aaron Rodgers handled the ball and the the passes that he made dude there's little conspiracies out there right now about Rodgers throwing the game week one okay conspiracy sure there well you can think of that in your head but every quarterback has those situations where they make those passes and they do that so all right I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you guys how it is straight and simple the Chiefs defense they play bend don't break always have they bended pretty damn they bended yeah, they bended <laughs> they bended but at the end of the day it was that Mahomes interception that was the turning point that got even gave Baltimore a chance to get back in the game yep and then obviously the Clyde the Clyde fumble was the cherry on top that was a cherry on top it was the finisher but what I what I was so interested to see was that Tyree Kill obviously only got four targets for like 15 20 total yards and Mahomes was still throwing the ball over all over the Ravens' defense. And the Ravens' defense is one of the top 10 defense in the league, even without Marcus Peters, who they just lost. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. When, it, when you play Lamar, you can't game plan against him. You don't know when he's going to tuck and run the ball. You need a QB spy. And Chiefs sure as hell don't have any linebackers that can keep up with, uh, with Lamar. And that's what it came down to. I was happy to see the Ravens actually come out and compete. I don't think the, the Raiders are that good of a team who they lost to week one. Yeah. But it was nice to see, this is what we want. The Ravens-Chiefs, that's what it's been ever since Mahomes and Lamar got into this league. Came down to the last second. That's what you wanted. I don't think you can be upset either way about this game. Both defense looked terrible. I'm happy they lost. If no. you ask me, like, like realistically, yeah. because it was all, oh, this, the Chiefs are going 17 and no. Fuck that. I don't want them to go 17 and no. No, I was thinking the exact same thing. Lose the game. Yeah. Because then that makes you, that makes people realize that you guys are human. You guys aren't, you guys do, you guys aren't the best team in the league. Right. You can't lose to any team at any given week. So I think I think it was it was a humbling L. I was I was L. gonna say to you this is good for the rivalry for the sport of football too because if the Chiefs won again it would be tearing away from this awesome rivalry that they have going on because it would be just like Michigan and Ohio State if you don't win you know in recent it time a rivalry uh-huh. anymore. yeah it doesn't become yeah. a rivalry anymore so you know what they're I mean Lamar's one and all this year and how is Mahomes gonna get his leg back up on him he's gonna have to beat him in the playoffs so and Ty- Tyreek on Twitter was like. Catch me when I see me. Yeah, you know? I mean, if, catch you when I see you. Last, last thing for me, realistically, if we're talking, I think the Chiefs should be zero and two. Really, if if like if I'm being honest, but I love them so much, I'm gonna say they should be two and zero. The Browns, they the Browns had their number, and the Ravens, that thing had their number. Oh, that's a tough schedule. They were missing number it was thirteen a, though, week one. Also, Chris Jones is playing edge. He's he's never played the edge. He's an inside guy. Yeah, he's an inside guy playing the edge. He looked completely lost in that game. He did. He, he looked, looked really lost. bad. Did they, did they sign someone or draft someone? In the interior? No, they drafted Nick Bolton, who was yep. an inside linebacker, who played really well. Played fantastic. He made a lot of good plays. And they listen, if he, if a linebacker's getting his name called, um, that's a good thing because your middle linebacker is supposed to be in on almost every tackle. But, yeah, the Chris Jones, his chubby ass was on the outside. How out of place did he look? He looked fucking lost. I was like, hey, who's the really out-of-shape guy playing defensive end? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Chris Jones. is like, why? Yeah. Why? why? It, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. That's like Nadam Kinsu being a defensive end. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I guess he is, but he was like ten steps behind every single He's not quick enough. He's not quick enough. And yeah. Lamar was just killing him. Yeah. So but silly, anyway. silly by Spag- Spagnola uh gets my chump of the week. Yeah. Bad, bad and Mahomes, of course. Wow, wow. All right. All right. Fantasy football. Derrick Henry looked good. Yeah. Didn't have him in a single league. That was nice for him to go off. You kind of had to expect that come come one of these. Yeah, you knew it was coming, but my question to you is, do you anticipate him snagging the ball like out of the air like that going forward? Or is this a one-time I thing? I never really considered it a possibility coming into this year, but it is a new offensive coordinator. 
And Derrick Henry, he's he's not a bad receiver. It's just he never was targeted with Arthur Smith as the offensive coordinator. Dude, maybe the new OC designed some plays for him. I don't think there were a few checkdowns towards the end of the game, but I saw he did have one design screen pass to him where he got like 30, you know, 30, 40 yards. And they have done that in the past. But I mean, it was his career high and career high, career high in yards and receptions. So I don't I don't think it's something we can expect in the future. Six catches for 60 yards. But yeah, he might get one or two catches. I don't know. I'm sure he didn't get too many catches week one. No, I think he got, I think he got zero yeah. week one. Yeah. Which, uh, is, which is up to par usually on Derrick Henry's stat line. Yeah. yeah. So I want to take everybody to our poll that we had throughout the week, and we like to check back up on the things that we did throughout the week. We made a poll with a confident start and wide receiver between Sterling Shepard, Jarvis Landry, Julio Jones, and Chris Godwin. And in the poll, Sterling Shepard came in last uh, with a confident start, and at first was Chris Godwin. Sterling Shepard scored seven. Uh, I think he had a little over 17 points this week in fantasy. I think close to maybe that. I think it was 17 or 20. Who's that? Over, I think he had over 20. Over 20. Who's that? Over Sterling Shepard. Oh, okay. Uh, so the question is, are we back on the Sterling Shepard train now, or was it just the hype that we could just fade away? I think you could feel good about him being your flex. Yeah. It looks like he's going to be their number one guy over there. Mm-hmm. And going forward, why not? If, if you have the uh, – the argument at flex where you don't know what to do, you could throw him in there and probably be safe with a floor of at least 10. Yeah. He could probably get you 50 yards, five catches for 50 yards at the very least. Throws a touchdown in there, and now all of a sudden he's having a great week. Yeah. So he's got getaway speed. Um, he can break over the top. If Daniel Jones can find him, it might be a good relationship there. But I don't trust Daniel Jones, not even a little bit. Uh, so going to our running back now, Tony Pollard, we had a poll with Tony Pollard and – it was a confident start. Tony Pollard, Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, Tyson Williams were the leading backs to play. And Tony Pollard was last on the list at 0% of a confident start. Tony Pollard scored, I think, he had 13 attempts on 109 yards and one touchdown. Um, so is, is there... That inc- is that including his receiving? Uh, yes. Okay. Are we confident in Tony Pollard? If you're the, like, What's the running back situation in, in Dallas? I think, I think with Pollard... You're not confident yet, but you're definitely excited about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I checked the snap counts, and I think Zeke was well over 70, and Pollard was under 30, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I was we were all watching that game, and Pollard has some serious juice. Yeah. He is quick. He looks fast. The Cowboys, when he gets on the field, though, that's the thing. The Cowboys design plays for him. Yeah, it's it's a thing of, the, of Pollard's getting less work, but he's making more of it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Zeke's getting more work than him, as he should, but... Um, every time Pollard, uh, the play, the ball gets in his hands and seems like he's doing something crazy with it. And it's always, he's getting first down. He's making someone miss. He looks so explosive. He looks fast. Yeah. He looks like what Zeke used to look like. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing though. My question is if they continue to do that and they say, Hey, you know what? Listen, I know we pay, I know we pay Zeke a lot of money. Um, but right now Tony's just getting it done. Maybe we're going to incorporate him more than Zeke. Right. And if they go down that, if they I'm just saying, but if they go down that alleyway, <laughs> There's a good chance that that explosiveness, that that juice that he has goes away because obviously with more targets, with more touches, the less you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody runs for five carries and scores on every single one of those carries, it's just luck of the draw. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he's got five carries, five touchdowns. That's insane. He's not going to do that every time he touches the ball if he's a starting back next week. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just my point. Like everyone's like, Oh my God, 30% of the snaps and look at what Pollard did. He got over a hundred yards. So 
imagine if he got 60% of the snaps, he would get 200 yards. And it's like, that's just not, not the not case. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't get too excited about him. I think teams are still scheming against Zeke. And I think they're definitely scheming against the pass. Obviously, it worked this week. I don't know. What the fuck's going on with the Chargers secondary, dude? They're, they're healthy. sick. They're healthy yeah, for, for once. once. Yeah. For once. They're, dude, they're good. The Chargers secondary is good. Yeah, you know what that means. Chiefs are fucked this week, but go ahead. Are the Chiefs playing the Chargers this <laughs> yeah, week? We just can't funny, catch a break. Rod, that was the funniest <laughs> shit you've ever said. That Shut up. We just can't catch a break. But anyway, go yeah, ahead. You I guys got a tough schedule off the rip. I want to add, too, he did have 31 yards in receiving to Tony Pollard, so he had 140 yards total. Oh, jeez. Um, I want to talk about you guys making a statement Thursday about the Giants. You guys talked about how you wanted to fade everybody on that offense in general. In particular, Colin made a good point. You guys were battling back and forth about it. He said, hey, fade Saquon. Saquon, I think, had like eight or nine points. Saquon are owners. How should they feel? I think I'm ready to go with Saquon. I'm ready to go gear him up, buckle up, let Saquon ride. So we're, we're, you're, ready, you're ready to go now with him. I'm back so with you Saquon. So fa- you faded him last week, which was a good good call. You faded him. Oh, now. I just knew that. We saw we saw what we expect from Saquon last week, and that's you break out that one one big play or one or two big plays, and he had that forty yard run. But obviously, he didn't get many catches, didn't get uh, in the end zone, obviously. But he did; he was on the field for eighty percent of the time, and that's what you want to see. So I don't know who the Giants are playing next week, but Atlanta. definitely. Oh yeah, fire fire Saquon up. I think he's bad. <laughs> I think you're all right with Saquon. Trust him. Start him. He's good to go. I, I said last week it was tough for it was tough for me to sit him. So yeah, you I'm did, gonna yeah. I'm gonna continue. It's a tough sit. It's a tough sit. When he's if he line. is in the starting lineup, I'm gonna be starting Saquon. I'm talking about the Giants. If he's in the starting lineups for the Giants, I'm starting Saquon. There's nothing in me that can convince myself otherwise to sit my first round pick. Like it's just not gonna happen for me. So because you just know right. the second you sit him, guys, mm-hmm. is the game he's gonna go off for forty. Yep. He's going to get 10 catches. He's going to get 100 on the ground, 100 in the air, and he's going to get three scores. Yep. So, and that's just, that's how Saquon is, and that's why you drafted him. You drafted him for that, for that boom aspect, right? Yeah. Consistency, consistent floor, where he was going to grab you five to seven balls a game. Um, he's going to get you at least 50 yards on the ground, 50 yards in the air, right? So his floor was always like 15 points. Now he gets in the end zone, and now he's sitting in the 20s, which is why previous years before this ACL injury, he was first overall, second overall, third overall, right? Right. So uh, I want to go to our wired numbers from last week now. some You guys, I read you guys' numbers, and you guys chose some things to talk about. I want to first talk about Joe Mixon. This week, he had 20 carries. Uh-huh. 60, wait, wait, wait. With yeah, wait. Hold on. Wait, how many carries? <laughs> he had 20 carries. Rod, would you classify that as a lot of carries? It, he did, because the prior week, he had 29 carries. Mm, career high, right? Second, it's second. Okay, his penultimate high. Okay, and so would you consider 20 carries to be a lot of carries? I would consider that. Would you consider that mass volume? Yes. Okay. Uh, But he had 69 yards with zero touchdowns. Huh. And prior to week one, he had 127 yards and one touchdown. So I want to talk about that wire dumber real quick and talk about Colin. I don't know what he's Rod, how many many catches did he get? Uh, I. You don't know? I do not know. I know. I know what the answer is. Colin? I'm going to pull it up. Go ahead. Please let me know no, real quick. You no, tell no, no, me no, zero, no, no, no. I'll tell you you're wrong. No, it's not zero. You tell me zero. It's not zero. What is it? He had one. Not, yeah. Yes, it is. It's one. But remember, Rod, oh, without Giovanni Bernard, Joe Mixon's going to catch the ball, Rod. 
They did go up against a Bears defense, though. That's, that's I don't pretty give tough. a fuck. That was a circumstantial thing. Why is that circumstantial? Joe Burrow threw three boneheaded interceptions. I don't give a fuck. Ron, my point was from the, the beginning field. of this show, you we might as well about? call this the Joe Mixon show, honestly, at this point. <laughs> from My point is, from the beginning, I told you that, yes, Joe Mixon will get volume. And, yes, some games he's going to do what he did in week one. He's going to cash in on those volumes. He's going to get a few little goal line carries. He's going to punch it in the end zone. Yes. But a lot more often than not, it's going to be these fucking duds where he's dropping 7.9 fantasy points for yep. you. Bullshit. Clip all of this shit, Rod. Clip it. Clip, clip it. I don't care. Clip I'm, it. I'm, I can't wait to clip it. This is going right. to be great. Clip it because I know for a fact you're going to get this shit out of Joe Mixon more than you won't. All right, let's get a calorie rebuttal. Joe Mixon carried 20 times for 69 yards. Correct. Mm. All other Bengals running backs, zero carries, zero yards. Samaj P. Ryan, zero catches, zero yards. I, I was watching this game next to my my good friend, Brian Zolkowski. He had Joe Burrow, and I witnessed three straight drives that ended in an interception from Joe Burrow. Do you know how that killed the drive? That killed the drive. That kills, Completely kills oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I would say so. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Joe Mixon got 20 carries. I'll take Which that. Which is a I'm lot of carries. And no. what did he, he didn't do okay. jack shit with and What them. happens no. with Derrick Henry gets 20 carries you're, and doesn't you're correct. get No, zone. Colin's right, though. The, the volume is there. I mean, Joe makes it. It's just a matter of time before. It, but I do I do agree, though. Like what you said going back to week one. He can do this, but then he can give you six points. You and know? Then, uh, my problem with him is, is like, yeah. like, I'm, like here's the thing. With Derrick Henry, like Colin says, he wants to argue with Derrick Henry. Sure. I guarantee you Derrick Henry don't finish with nine points one more time this year. Mm. He did that once this year. It's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again. You know why, Rod? Did the Titans win week one? They did not. Did the Titans win week two? They did. What's the difference? They won. So you're saying no shit. Titans, why did the they win? Because Derrick Henry put up because Derrick Henry points. controlled the offense. Okay, yes, I agree. If controlled the, the game. Won every game the rest of the season. Derrick Henry will not score less. No, than I'm saying points. every time they're going to win. Every time that Derrick Henry goes nuts. Yes, that's those are the splits. All right. Those are the splits. That's the Titan, my point. But Titans that's my win, point. Derrick does well. So your point was, oh well, Derrick Henry gets nine. Yeah, Derrick Henry gets nine once. Maybe once more this year. Joe Mixon gets 28. Maybe once more this year. That's mm. what I'm saying. Okay. Let's go to Austin Eckler. In week one, he had zero targets. This week, in week two, he had nine targets. Just wanted to follow up on that. I know yeah. that was a big thing we talked about. Uh, and he kind of turned it around. But we're not, I don't know if I'm all the way there yet with Austin Eckler. He needs to get in the end doing. zone. He does. He needs to get in the end zone. I know he did week one. That's great. It was on the ground. That's refreshing. He doesn't do that. Um, but with those nine targets, I need him to get in the end zone. He, he would have had a magnificent game. Magnificent yeah. game. All right, so wide receivers now. Uh, CeeDee Lamb continues. He had 17 and a half points. He had 17 points again in a game with Dak. Uh, remember we talked about that last week. He had, he's averaged 17 and a half points and five starts with Dak as his starter. He's continuing. So CeeDee Lamb owners, wake up and smell the coffee. At least somebody uh, got points. Yeah. <laughs> does, but my question to you guys is, does this surprise you? as we talked about last week, or Ristic, are you like, yeah, Coop and CeeDee Lamb, we could have expected this. Well, I, I expected fireworks. I expected, remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but on fucking Sunday, I thought the game was going to be an absolute shootout. Yeah, it was all did. You At know. first, it looked good. It was 7-7 real quick. I was like, all right, here we go. But um, didn't turn out that way. I was a victim of the Coop deck pairing. I have Coop deck in almost every single one of my leagues, mm. and that's why I lost in almost every single one of my leagues. So, um, Coop is now hurt. Is he? Yeah, he's got bruised ribs. And McCarthy says on Wednesday we'll reevaluate him and see where he's at. That's never good. Yes. Granted, they do have the extra day to heal up. They're playing Monday night this week. So that's good. Interdivision rivalry. 
against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, you know, hopefully get a little juiced up for that. Albeit, the Eagles defense is playing really well. So, again, I'm not too excited. So, for C.D. Lamb next week, we got Gallup out. We have Coop out, potentially. I would assume that CD's not going to get that 17 points because if the Eagles don't lock him down, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Goddard. What? <laughs> right? What? Dallas Goddard? Doesn't he play for the Cowboys? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. What? That's Blake Jarwin. Yeah, no, Goddard Jarwin? plays for, for the, the Eagles. Eagles. I thought yeah. he played for the Cowboys. Nah. No. My mind. That's racist. Yeah. Anyway, uh, running back or wide receivers, last, last thing, 50% target shares we talked about last week between the Lions, Saints, and Colts. Uh, I don't think any change, anything changed in week two uh, with the receivers there. And then last thing in quarterback, Tannehill was sacked six times in week one. He bounced back. Uh, Ristic, I wanted to follow up with you. Are you still confident with your MVP bet with uh, Ryan Tannehill? No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, I am more confident in my Rob Gronkowski bet to lead the league in touchdowns. Okay, yeah, I like that a lot. Where did you find that line at? It was like, after week one, actually. No, but where? DraftKings. Interesting, because I would have liked to take that. Yeah, it was not plus. with Gronk. I would have liked to take one myself, it was but plus thirty five hundred after he scored two touchdowns week one. All right, oh. you get what? Do you get two more this year? This week? Yeah, four. Yeah, I think he's leading the league in touchdowns. He's right going now. crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. It's it's scary, man. Yeah, what Tom Brady and the Bucks are doing, it's like I don't. They they I just fuck. A big tilt this week. Yeah. Brady and the Bucks versus Stafford and the Rams. Stafford, baby, and I was talking to Colin about it a little bit last night. Not to hop off the rails real quick, but. If Stafford goes head-to-head with Brady in an absolute shootout and Stafford comes out on top, people are going to start talking about Matt in a very scary way. You think so? Oh, yeah. People are going to start acting crazy. They already were off the first game. That's what I'm saying. If he goes head-to-head with Brady in an absolute shootout, we're talking, you know, 38-35 Rams come out on top. We'll see. All right. All right. Sounds about right. Uh, sounds about right. We did it last week. We're going to do it every week. Uh, we got in the eyes. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys some questions. You're going to let me know if it sounds about right. First question. Ready? Tom Brady is a shoe-in for fantasy teams going forward. Sounds about right. That's absolutely correct, yes. It, but we know off the past years, Tom Brady always has been the best fantasy quarterback. You know? I, dude, I, sent a, I, I found a stat yesterday that since the start of last season, Tom Brady leads all quarterbacks and touchdowns. All quarterbacks. Really? All quarterbacks and touchdowns since the start of last that. season. Actually, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, I you sent shared it to it. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean since the start? Like, so, like, uh, a, a season plus two games worth? Yes. Okay. Uh, he had a good year last year. What about it? Right. I'm just. Ask him if that sounds about right. I think it does. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, dude, that sounds right. He's the number one uh, number one quarterback right now in fantasy. I think. All right. At the end of the day, does this sound about right? You can't trust Jameis as a fantasy quarterback. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was there, all right. Rissy, does that sound all right to you? I don't think that sounds about oh, right. Oh, I remember. You got to clip that. What happened last week? Arista was ready to put $100 on James oh. Winston throwing three touchdowns. Oh, shit. We uh, were. Uh, I nullified it. We fucked up. I nullified it. We're not going to talk about that. No, though. we did nullify it. Oh, Rob was in two. I forgot. I was out of There's $100 coming your way. It's okay, man. No. Oh, what a good guy. We'll buy a drop. Really? <laughs> what? What, you can't afford drop? No. All right, sounds about right. Benching Clyde is something we as fantasy owners can think about. Oh, yeah, you can. You can think. You can ponder on that one. Unless you have a good-ass running back. That's about right. 
I'll tell you what. I, I've got Clyde in the league, and I was, yeah, so do I. I was texting my buddy. I was like, listen, I say we fire Sailor's ass right now. But I don't think you can because his value is not going to get any lower than it is right now. Dude, that's for damn sure. Can I ask why does everyone love him so much? I mean, I love him because he's a chief, but like because it's the, the Kareem Hunt effect, dude. It's just it's, the right everyone back the was just offense. hoping he could be what Kareem was. No one could be that guy. I miss. Him I so much. I don't know, but why? Who was the offensive coordinator there when he was there? When Kareem was there, yeah, was it Andy Reid? No, 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 no. Andy Reid was still was the head coach. Yeah, head coach, but he was calling the plays. Well, no, he was. Eric Bieniemy was there. Yeah, but I don't think he was calling. He didn't have the play calling duty. So Andy Reid. Yeah, yes. and I think Bieniemy is now calling the plays. Correct. Uh, 50-50. Okay, yeah. I, they're, they're, I'm actually asking you this: What is the difference between then and now? Because they used to incorporate Kareem Hunt. Then a it was such. I don't think it was such a pass heavy as they are now. So you think the emergence of Kelsey and, Tyree, and Hill McCole, changes everything? Mahomes, yeah. I think that changes everything. Because back back when Kareem was there, I mean Mahomes, it was his coming out party. Exactly. So like Mahomes wasn't like the goat. And yeah. their and their foundation was still off of Kareem Hunt in a way. Oh yeah, it was. Their so foundation was off of Tyree Hill. <laughs> when they drafted Clyde, did you expect them to use him? In the way that they're using them now, no. not not in between the twenties, they they are they only use them in, in between the twenties. When they get to the red zone, he's fucking out. Jarek McKinnon come in, Darrell Williams come in. It bothers the shot at me. You have a running back that is great. I think he's fantastic. Fucking use him. Shifty is quick. Shifty, quick, quick, like a sturdy bowling, bowling, he's a bowling ball. ball. Literally roll his ass up. And, and you're telling me you got a three yard end zone carry. And the guy who got you down there, you're not going to give him the chance to score? I don't, it, it, I don't That's know. That's bullshit, man. I don't know, man. All right. So I'm, I'm a little worried about him being a fantasy owner of him. Okay. So sounds does this sound about right? No running back for the Ravens is a confident start with Lamar at quarterback. Sounds about wrong to me, Rod. I don't understand the question. Do you have trust in anyone starting at running back for the Ravens? Considering the fact that Lamar Jackson is literally a running back. Yeah, Ty, I, I, I traded Tyson for Clyde. And I would like Tyson back. So because <laughs> yes. of the fumble or just in general? No, fuck the fumble. He sucks. Okay. I want Tyson back. So yes, I'm confident in Tyson. I'm sure you are too. Uh, yeah, I like Tyson. All right, sounds about right. Kyler Murray will finish as a top three quarterback in fa- fantasy with such a hot start he's had so far to this year. Yeah, I agree. He's gonna hey, 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 don't forget. This is the same Kyler we were talking about last year who had a hot start last year, and he didn't finish so well. Yeah, did, did he cool down? Yeah, he, uh, he got hurt. I don't know what it was, but it seemed like he just couldn't figure it out. He got hurt. I think, I personally think he ends up as number one. I do, too. He is ranked number one right now. I think he wins MVP this year. Really? Yes, I do. I don't think so. Why? Me neither. I, I don't think the Cardinals have that good of a team, and obviously the MVP, you have to have a – a good record. I don't think they're going to get above 10 wins this year. They're 2 and 0. They are 2 and 0. About to be 3 and 0. <laughs> but they lost they lost because the Vikings lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't matter how you lose. Are they won because they're undefeated. the Vikings lost. They're undefeated. Yeah, yeah, a win's a win. That's the NFL for you. The win a win's a win, you'll take it however you can get True. it. True. I saw that. But they have not versed anyone spectacular yet. All right. Last one before we get to our waiver wire pickups of the uh of the week. Uh, does this sound about right? The Jaguars' offense is something to stay away from for your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Is there anybody on the Jaguars that you're, you're confident with filling into your lineup? Nope. Nobody you're confident. I, uh, I obviously, you can, t- I don't give a fuck about James Robinson, so you can touch, <laughs> you can talk about <laughs> him if you want. I, uh, I was a Lavishka Chenault guy previously. You were very I, high yeah. on him. Very. I don't know what's going on. I mean, they, it's not like they've played good teams. They've played two really shitty teams. Shitty. And 
nothing's coming out of it. Urban Meyer said, don't panic. Yeah. He said, don't panic. Don't panic. I'm yeah. going to be in L.A. in about three weeks. Yeah, he said, don't panic. Just let you know what he said, bro. Yeah, well, they went 0-2, and, and I said he's going to leave this week. So, be a look. breaking news here. I just did it for you. Breaking news. Urban Meyer goes to USC. was just hired there. So, by the time you guys hear this, guarantee it. Colin? That's a joke. No, yeah, you don't. Anybody on the Jaguars offense that you're like, uh, how about Marvin Jones? How about DJ Shark? None of those guys. Trevor Lawrence, do you think he's going to have a coming out party in a couple weeks? Yes, mm-hmm. no, maybe so. I, I, I could flex maybe those receivers, but I'm not confident in it. Okay. No, yeah. Nothing. So are you sitting James Robinson then? Most people's second-round pick? Mm. I, unless, like, I, actually, I think I'm going to start Tyson Williams over James Robinson this week. But I'm holding on James Robinson. I'm not trading him, not selling him, because obviously he sucks right now. But Carlos Hyde finally got phased out of the game. So it's hopeful for James Robinson. I'm going to hold him. Not going to start him, probably. Wait and see what happens. That's my deal with James. All right. So let's uh, let's do our waiver wire pickups for this week. Uh, this is the crucial part of the show. Let's go to the waiver wire. Yes. Rod, I want to actually start with you. Who are you picking up? All right, so wire. I have two this week. Uh, my first one that I'm going to give out is Cordell Patterson uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he had a fantastic game this week. He is rostering about 14.7% of leagues, ESPN leagues. He had seven attempts uh, for 11 yards rushing, and then he had five receptions on six targets for 58 yards and a touchdown uh, this week, averaging about 23 to 24 points in fantasy. Absolutely love Cordell Patterson. I like his shiftiness. I like how he's used in other areas aside from just being like a running back. He can be a wide receiver. I think he's a good flex play because the Atlanta Falcons offense is a big headache right now. Uh, you got Mike Davis and you have the others that are surrounding Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, his coming out party. We're still waiting for that. Uh, so I do like Cordell Patterson uh, for a good pickup this week. Also, my last one is going to be Zach Moss. Uh, I like him a lot as well. A good goal line back. Uh, I don't like Devin Singletary much. I've never been really that big of a Devin Singletary lover. I like Zach Moss. He found the end zone twice last week. And I think he would be a good addition for any fantasy team who's looking to pick him up. To you do, guys. Do you think that Cordell Patterson can continue that? First of all, the volume that he got last week. And second of all, his ability to find the end zone. Do you think he's going to be uh, a staple in this offense? Or was it a one-week flash? Hey, there's Cordell. Remember when he used to be good? No, not really. Yeah, me either. And then back to where where he was the rest of his career. Cuz he he does this once a yeah, season. He does. He does. That's that's the fear, I guess. People are not picking him up. But like I said, there's so so many moving pieces in the Atlanta Falcons offense. Maybe this is the guy they're like, "Okay, we can keep running with him." Uh because I mean, Mike Davis is not really performing as we saw him perform with the Panthers. And if they find a piece in a role for Cordell Patterson, maybe they can just slide him into that role and ride with it. Obviously, fantasy is all about the hot hand, right? And if you know if he's hot, hell, I'm going to ride it until he dies off. So, I mean, I'm riding it, and then we'll see. We'll go from there. We'll play on a, on a week-by-week basis. Literally. Thanks. All right, <laughs> Colin, let's see him. I th- yeah, I mean, I think Cordell Patterson is probably the, the biggest guy to get on the waiver wire right now. Uh, I'm kind of looking for to see if they'll switch his uh, eligibility el- eligibility to running back and receiver. Yeah, that would be interesting because obviously, but they, it technically he's a running back now. He is. He so, is a running back now. He doesn't line up on the outside. Yeah. So I mean, if you're looking for a flex, I think Cordell Patterson is a great flex. Um, but taking it to the quarterbacks, there is one quarterback I do like if I'm absolutely in the shitter in that spot, and it's Sam Darnold. 
Ooh. That's a good one. I had Sam I had two quarterbacks on my list. Two and that o, was two, one two and O Panthers. Yeah, yeah two mean, and O Panthers. Who dude, are they? He's got weapons, and as we all know, Adam Gase is a curse to anyone who he's coaching. I don't know where he's at right now. Isn't he like the Alabama or something? Uh, Adam Adam Gase is currently coaching a high school team. Perfect. Oh yeah, he is, isn't he? They're probably own two, own three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But Sam Darnold, Karan, can we, can we look up his, his record actually after this? Wait, whose record? Adam Gase's high school team this year. Can yeah, we look yeah. up the record? <laughs> no, but yeah, Sam Darnold, he hasn't done anything crazy. hasn't done anything bad. I'm not even sure if he's done a, a tur- uh, has, has a turnover yet. He hasn't. But I think he looks good. He's got good weapons to throw to. Obviously, he got McCaffrey behind him. I think he's a safe, a safe quarterback if you're looking for someone to put up 20. I do. I'll I'll extend on the quarterback, and if you're in the shitter somehow, if you are for some goddamn reason starting Andy Dalton or Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you were looking for a replacement, or you're just in general, your league is a big quarterback league. Uh, Jared Goff is only rostered in 14% of leagues, and he had over 30 points week one, and he had over 22 this week. And it sounds like he's going to be a safe play. He's going to be throwing the ball to Hawk. He's going to be throwing it to the running backs. Um, he's he really likes Cephas. He's hooking up with him a lot, so he's a safe play for you. A a a, a high floor of twenty. I would I would say for golf. So you could look in that direction. And then my other one is KJ Osborne from the Minnesota Vikings. So that's two weeks in a row um, of him having a great game. This week he found the end zone, so it helped him out a lot more in the points category. But he had nine targets last week and six this week. So, I mean, he's getting the ball even with Thielen and Jay Jett is there. So, um, he's getting the yards. And if he finds the end zone again like he did this week, I mean, he he's a good play. He, he, he could be a flex. So, um, that's someone to look out for. Roger laughing. <laughs> uh, do, do, we, do we have a record? Adam Gase's team that he coaches for is one in three. Oh, there's no fucking way, dude. <laughs> there's no way. There's no are you serious? 0-3 in their league. <laughs> no way. Where's he coaching at? Lincoln Lincoln, Lincoln High, uh, High School, the Lincoln Rail Splitters, uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan. He's in Michigan? Yes. Oh, my Yes, God. he coaches for the Lincoln Man, football why team. Why the D-Zone letting us know And they, they are, they're 1-3. They're 1-3. That's three. fucking hilarious. Dude, that guy's literally cursed. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he's he, cursed. Yeah, this is the team he's on. Is he the head coach? He's the offensive coordinator. <laughs> He, he, went, he, he went from head coach to offensive coordinator in high school. <laughs> that is the most that is the most devastating drop in the ranks, maybe <laughs> ever. This guy was a head coach in the NFL last year, wow. and he's an offensive. <laughs> I su- I swear to you, the, like <laughs> like they're bad. They're bad <laughs> in high school. <laughs> And he's one and three. He's one and three. Zero oh and three in his league conference. Oh in league play. So you can cross them off the playoffs. Yeah, dude, that's funny. Oh my I was God. dying here. What you guys are doing like it's just that's terrible. Dude, you know he walks around in the fucking locker room all like, yeah, I'm okay. Adam Gase. Oh, like, his eyes are wide. Yeah. and you know he starts every sentence with, "Well, back on the Jets, we used to do like every single time." He'd be like, "Yeah, but you know, when the, on the Jets, we did this." He's like, he goes up in his quarterback room. He'll have a quarterback meeting. He'll be like, "Listen, here's the thing. I see a lot of Sam Darnold in you. Okay, like it's a good thing. Here, look at this way. You know, when I was coaching Sam, this is what I guarantee you. He recalls back to his NFL time every single time he makes a point." And it's probably fucking hilarious. And that's why they are one in three. Yep. Oh my god, that's good. Yeah, Thank that's you for fun. that, Rod. Yeah, you guys wanted it. You got it. 
Adam Gase is one in three as the best coordinator producer in the land for Lincoln High School is located in Ypsilanti, Michigan. So if you want to go check out a game? Yeah, we should go take a roadie, man. <laughs> go check out Adam Gase, baby. We should go take a roadie. <laughs> wow. But yeah, that's uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening to you guys' way we wire pickups. That's okay. Yeah. Look Not up, much, look up man. Adam Gase's yeah. record. Go pick up uh, Dustin Hopkins if you are looking for a kicker. That guy's a flex. Yes, uh, but I did want to say you guys did have also a pretty good week this week uh, when it comes to fantasy stuff. You guys did make some good calls. Uh, Julio Jones, Bristic, bounce back week. He had a fantastic game. Uh, Mike Williams, big play uh, today or big play for the weekend. I had a good week. I had yeah. a good week predicting shit in the show. Uh, Colin, I think his biggest hammer was the Arizona and uh, Minnesota Vikings over. <sighs> That was a big hit. Big hit. Uh, Dalvin, the first half. Dalvin Cook, uh, rushing yards. Total yards, yeah. Total yards. Total, excuse me, total yards. That was a big hit. Uh, so, you guys, we had a pretty good week for some things overall. In hey, general. guys, listen, listeners, don't. Don't fuck around, man. We know what we're talking yeah. about. I hit my parlay this week. Rod, don't let Rod get hot. He parlay? hit a parlay. I hit a parlay. He hit the people's parlay. Yeah. Cowboys money line. Baby. Cowboys money line. Yeah. The Rod took a plus money money line in yeah. a parlay and it worked. Hey, don't underestimate us, man. All we do is watch football. Our sad, sad lives. Sad lives. Revolve around watching this game. Yeah. All right. And we take what we see and we run an algorithm in our head. We're superhumans. We're super calculators. We're smart. We run it through our head and we then we boom, spit out the numbers to you guys. We spit out the facts. Okay. The and facts. you know what? I guarantee this week. We hit another parlay. Yep. One of us three will. One of us three will. One of us three will. <laughs> we're just guarantee it. I guarantee, I guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it or your money back. So we're not saying, oh, no, we suck again today, are we? Like, did you say? We suck again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't suck. <laughs> now, yeah, I want to know. Or so one, one. Team, team in the shower. Group hog in the shower tonight. Group hog in the shower tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, not us. You and the rest of the people who told you, group hog in the shower tonight. Rod, For us, we suck again. Old group hog, you can... You can do whatever you want. I don't know how I sit here and do a podcast with you guys. I don't know either. Don't know it either. is great. It's great. I love every second. But I will say I did miss I did miss both my parlays by only one leg each. Yeah. And I know, hey, you know, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and I get it. But, you know, I like to see that we're working towards something. We could build on it. Anything else for today, guys? I think that's a that's a wrap, man. Right. That's a wrap. All right, so we'll be back uh, Thursday. For we'll the- be back Thursday. Yep. We'll have our DFS plays. We'll have projections projections for the week to come. Prop we bets. will talk about the Thursday night game, which is really shitty next Once week. Once again. Um, we're going to have our prop plays. I'll have, the produ- I'll have the producer's wire, some numbers for producer's you Producer's wire again, yeah. of course. Of course. We might come up with another, another segment by then. Yep. And um, and then Sunday show, again, every Sunday, live at 11, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we will be doing the whole nine yards. The prop bets, again, parlays, the people's parlay. Tune in, call in on Sundays. Ask us questions live on Periscope. Do the whole thing. Thanks for tuning in again, guys. We sign off.